0: Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swenson. In this podcast, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, and more, where we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and methods of a creative life. This episode is brought to you by freelancerclass.com. At Freelancer Class, you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money as a writer, marketer, graphic designer, virtual assistant or an accountant from the comfort of your own home make a little extra money or replace your income at freelancerclass.com in this interview christopher radcliffe and lauren wolkstein discuss their unusual mystery the strange ones in the movie mysterious events surround two travelers as they make their way across a remote american landscape on the surface, all seems normal, but what appears to be a simple vacation soon gives way to a dark and complex web of secrets. In the interview, the duo talks about how they took a short and turned it into a feature, what it's like to push one another as co-writers and co-directors, and how to leave the audience wanting for more.
2: Well, I've always loved movies. I've always loved you know, watching films growing up, but I never thought that could be an actual career. Um until I I started out in another job. I started out as a computer programmer, or wanting to be a computer programmer, but then quickly realized that that my life was not meant to be in front of a computer staring at a screen the whole time. And I found movies as a way to kind of escape that world, and also to, as soon as I started taking film classes, I really found that that was what I was meant to do that I think to tell stories was what excited me the most, more so than, you know, programming for other people or doing things for other people, just really being able to express myself through storytelling and through visual storytelling. Cause you know, there are several different ways that one can tell a story, but for, for me, I find that I'm not the best with words. And, uh, I think visual storytelling is so, um, exciting because it's universal and and everyone um understands what you're putting up on the screen and can relate in one way or another
1: um i guess for me like i don't know uh, it's so funny it's like it's hard to pinpoint like a real like um starting point with it i don't know i guess like i i was always have always been into like art making of some form and like you know, I, you know, growing up and sort of, like, starting out, I was doing, like, painting, drawing, and printmaking and sort of, like, visual arts like that. And, like, it wasn't until sort of I started going to film school that I realized, uh, or I was in college and, uh, you know, majoring in art, you know, um, realizing that I actually wanted to study film and, and wanted to go into um, sort of, like, more a more narrative form of sort of art making and storytelling. And I think, like... Um, you know, I've always sort of been interested in sort of pictures and the visuals and stuff like that, like similar to Lauren. Uh, um, also, like sort of always sort of engaged in like writing and stories and telling stories and stuff like that. And I think maybe like film just was uh, really attractive to me because um, because it combines all those elements, you know, both um, writing and visuals. And I think it's also just kind of like, like, you know, I come from like a small town in Pennsylvania, like sort of you know semi-rural sort of, and you know film is kind of like the predominant form of art that reaches you kind of like when you're in the middle of nowhere and you can really expose yourself to it. and I just was obsessed with it growing up and you know um you know wanted I guess like was just sort of like naturally kind of attracted to to, to doing it.
0: How did you guys originally meet and where did the idea for the first um the short uh, the first short you did for Strange Ones come how did that come about as well?
1: Uh, we met in film school, uh, graduate film school. We both went to Columbia University in New York. Um, we were in the same class. And, you know, we were uh, became really good friends throughout film school and didn't really collaborate as directors until towards the end of uh, our time there, uh, right before we were about to graduate, uh, when we both, we both had sort of done all of our co- coursework and had already directed short films on our own. Um, and we just decided to, like, we wanted to just sort of, like, keep working and have fun and make, like, you know, make something together and, like, do it relatively cheaply. We would, like, split the cost and we would do, like, um, something that was, like, a little bit more um, slightly experimental, I guess you could say, like, in terms of, like, story and uh, genre and whatnot. We we realized we both, we, we both made, like, sort of dramatic films and kind of serious films. We wanted to do something that was slightly darker, I suppose. And, um, uh, you know, we were... He's sort of like working within certain limitations where we're like we only have a few thousand dollars, so like what could we what kind of short film could we make? And we decided to focus on like let's let's come up with an idea that only has like two or three characters in one location. And so the idea of having these these two brothers that you meet on the road who sneak into a motel um, and tell a story to the worker there. And But it's, the initial concept was, like, we just want the story to kind of unfold in a way where you think one thing at the beginning of the film, and then by the end of the short, you are given reason to doubt everything you saw at the beginning. So that was kind of, like, um, the initial conception of, of, like, of what we wanted to do. And, you know, I was writing a feature script at the time that dealt with um, kidnappings and sort of, like, these dark sort of, like, teen... Uh, coming-of-age experiences and I think like the uh, uh, a couple of different true crime stories were on my mind that like when we were uh, conceiving of the strange ones and they became like the backstory for the characters and um and the basis for for the feature film that uh, dives much more greatly into into the backstory of those characters.
0: What were some of? Were there any original influences, either literary or cinematic, um, for that original short, or that made its way into the feature?
2: Um, Well, the feature is kind of like what Chris said is based off of an amalgam of several different true crimes that we were researching, um, and that were happening around the same time that uh, we were writing the short. Um, And there are a lot of. There's not just one crime story that it's based off of, but. What we found really intriguing about all these crime stories that we were reading and these kidnappings were that um, this kind of like elusiveness of truth that nobody really knew what actually happened because a lot of these stories, the person that could have been um, seen as um, the kidnapper would end up being killed or end up not having, being able to tell their story so you only had one side of the whole story is, is the person who was survived. Um, and so that was really fascinating to us, this idea of, like, what is actually true and what isn't true. And, um, and, and so, so, so I guess those true crimes were inspiration, but as well as cinematically, we were really drawn to stories that didn't... Um, there weren't, like, straightforward thrillers that were, there weren't, like, whodunit mysteries that were more kind of dealing with ambiguity and dealing with this mystery and, and questions that were raised that weren't always answered. We, we wanted to tell a movie that um, didn't spoon-feed answers to an audience and kind of um, gave something to an audience that, that let them participate and let them kind of come up with their own answers based on the experience that we were giving them. So several, um, several different
0: influences. Um, what was the logistical process from taking this from a short to a feature? Did someone approach you, uh, wanted you to, to expand upon the idea, or did you come up with the idea yourself, and how did that all work out?
1: Um, I think, so we made the short. Um, it premiered at Sundance uh, in 2011 and played like a bunch of different film festivals all over the world. Um, it was very well received as a short, and... Um, Kind of like I think you know we had had we had a very full sort of like world like of backstory for the like I said before like the, the characters sort of like who they were where they were coming from but like the short was like just like this this very open ended like episode uh, of their story and one of the one of the kind of you know even though the short wasn't necessarily conceived as like a sort of short version of a feature it was conceived just to be its own thing like one of the great sort of like reactions we got from the short was it left people really wanting more and uh being intrigued uh, enough to sort of um you know engage with a longer story and and for us like you know making the short we realized that like there was so much more story to tell that we really were still so fascinated by and, and so like captivated by like these characters and 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 really getting into like the meat of um of their stories and who they are and sort of what was driving it. And so um, shortly after the short kind of started playing around at different festivals, like we started thinking about the feature and kind of um, uh, logistically the process just involved writing, um, taking the short, adapting it into a feature length, which um, was a, its own process, like in and of itself, like it was like a long, like kind of like, um, a long process in terms of like figuring out how to, how to, um, tell the same kind of story, but at a larger scale, you know, that wasn't just like a stretched out version of the short or that didn't just sort of answer all the questions that the short, um, was asking, you know, it was, um, uh, so it took like several iterations, several drafts to really hone in on what the, what the feature length story needed to be. And, um, uh, from there, it was just a matter of, you know, um, finding the right people to collaborate with and uh, finding the resources to make the movie and the right cast and all that. But, yeah, it was it was um, uh, uh, a long sort of creative process for us. With
0: well, the mystery story like this, how important is the score? I read that you worked, I may not say this right, I read you worked with Brian McAmber from It Comes at Night. How important is that kind of score for this story? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he's amazing. Um The score was really important to us. It took us a while to really figure out what sound we wanted it to be. Um, And the feel of the score came a lot later in the process of making the movie. Um, But we knew that we didn't want to create um, something that sounded like film score so much as creating a new sound that felt like a different element in the movie that almost had its own character to it. Um, And with Brian, we came up with this this flute, this um, flute sound that really felt like um, it could mirror Sam's subjectivity in a way that had this kind of like innocence to it, but there was something uh, off, off kilter about it, and that really helped with the mood and the tone that we were going for in the movie, and, and helped um, understand his subjectivity a lot more as the story continued, and, and that process of, of finding the right um, feel for the music and the right sound. Uh, was really exciting for us um, because it came later on when we were finished, when we had almost picture locked, and and to bring Brian on and, and to really elevate the movie to something new that we hadn't thought of before was really exciting.
0: I heard an interview with Robert Rodriguez years ago and he was trying to make Sin City and he wanted to have like co-directors on the film and it was a big process for him. It seems almost commonplace now. Is it, is it pretty regular now to have two directors working on the same film? Did you guys have any problems coming about it as, as both writers and both directors?
1: Um, I don't know. I think I think it's relatively common to have co-directors. I think um, for Lauren and I, it was really organic and really like just kind of our working as co-directors basically was an extension of our, like, just being friends and admiring each other's work and wanting to sort of um, collaborate creatively. And so it came from a very, like, organic place. And I think that allowed it to be pretty, like, smooth. Like, we we have a – I don't necessarily think uh, co-directing is for everybody. A lot of the time, you know, to be a a film director, you have to be very – strong-minded and decisive and, like, you know, opinionated, so a lot of it, I think for certain directors, like, you, there might not be room for another person, but for Lauren and I, we've always really kind of been excited about sort of bouncing ideas off of each other, and, you know, I'm sometimes, like, emboldened in my decision-making because Lauren, if Lauren, like, agrees with, like, some idea I think might be kind of crazy, like, it's kind of a nice sort of reinforced... Uh, creative reinforcement you know to sort of take risks and do things that, that you're wondering about and so I think like um, you know and in that in that regard it's like a great thing and I think like Lauren and I also like you know what she like said before like it's it's we, we just all kind of like we both like made a tremendous effort to sort of just be on the same page creatively and sort of be really well prepared and and kind of like um, you know um, I don't know utilize our collaboration to like, um, to the be- like to, to make something that's like different and like, you know, in some ways like greater than what we could have done on our own.
0: What advice for you, would you guys have for those people who are thinking about writing together, working together? Where, where should they start? And is there anywhere that they might um, decide that that's not for them to work with a partner?
2: I going to say, I think it's really important to have uh, what Chris is saying—that foundation, that friendship. Um, uh the ability to trust each other's um opinions and and their a mutual respects for each other and i think um i think you also have to know how to be able to push the other to do better work and and uh like what chris said being able to bounce off ideas with each other was so important for us and i think um, we were able to take risks with this film that I don't think we would have been able to take alone. And I think that's really exciting. So I think if somebody's thinking about working as a as a co-team or, you know, working in pairs, to think about how this other person can help them be a better filmmaker um, and to really find ways that, you know, you need help um, and what they can bring that can help you and the holes and the gaps that... That you feel like you need work on. What does this other person bring to the table that really, that really makes you a, a better artist? And I think that's important to look at. Um, but the trust and the and the friendship as a foundation is, is key.
0: Logistically speaking, uh, what what's your process like? Do you guys, when you guys start with an idea, are you in the same room together? Um, are you working th- through a certain type of software? Like, what is your actual process for writing and everything?
1: Uh, writing, um, we developed the story together, so we it was, like, a lot of um, conversations and, like, outlining and, like, uh, sort of, because we were working from a short, we already had, like, a basic understanding of, like, the story we're, we were telling and kind of uh, where we wanted it to go and... In terms of, like, the writing of the script, like, I would write the, the script, and Lauren would read the drafts, and we would sort of conference, like, very constantly about, like, what direction it was going in and what changes we wanted to make and stuff like that. And so so, um, in that regard, it was, it was like, um, a pretty easy sort of, like, uh, collaboration, because there's always kind of, like, um felt like we said before, somebody to, to... There's always, like, a second set of eyes and a second, like... Um, uh, you know, opinion to sort of, like, as far as, like, what was working and what was not, which is kind of, like, you're a little bit in the dark about that when you're writing. You know, you don't really know, like, kind of, like, sometimes, like, where you're going. And so it's it's good to be able to have somebody to, to, to help you figure that out. Um, in terms of, like, directing, um, Lauren and I both really um, enjoy, like, the prep uh, sort of part of the process in terms of, like, shot listing and coming up with the sort of visual kind of storytelling behind how we um, are approaching every scene. So we really enjoy, like, you know, um, it was a lot. We were always, like, together. Like, shot. we shot listed really extensively together and with our DP and, like, kind of would put together a pretty big sort of document of, like, visual references of films and, you know, Photography and and art and stuff That, that we were taking inspiration from And um, really created Like a common sort of like dictionary Of like um, You know resources, creative resources And uh, inspiration that we We drew from and um, Had a, a really solidified sense of Of what we wanted the movie to feel like And how we wanted to dramatize certain moments
0: Are there any future projects you're working on At this time together?
1: Uh um. Right now, we're both developing new projects. We're and we're trying to find like um, what our next collaborative uh, projects should really be. But, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a, I don't know. It, we we wrote, directed, edited The Strange Ones together, so it's been like a long like um, you know we've we, I don't know. We've just been in this world of The Strange Ones for so long. It's like exciting to to sort of figure out what comes next.
0: Do you think you're going to focus within a similar type genre, or branch out to something completely different?
1: I think I don't know. We both have ideas that I think are pretty different, but the more I start to kind of hone in on like what I think would be a good next project, the more I'm like, oh, it's like there's certain similar. Even if it's a different genre, there's certain similarities to um, the core principles of like the pro- you know what I mean. So I think. I think Lauren and I both are probably interested in doing things that are very different from the strange ones, but that still have a common, a, like a common thread, um, as well.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter to get your free download of the ebook, "How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block," which includes advice from writers such as Aaron Sorkin. William Monahan and Carrie Fukunaga. The newsletter will also keep you up to date on future episodes, new articles, and more. Sign up at BrockSwinson.com. B-R-O-C-K-S-W-I-N-S-O-N.com.